Back to the dojo chat. I've taken longer than two weeks reading the book and taking notes. Currently maybe five, five weeks reading the book and taking notes. Uh-oh. This always happens to me where I take too long reading the book. Any advice? Yeah. So um, one of the most important things is to budget your study time. Okay. So if you want to read the book, that's great. But you need to budget your time 10 weeks or sorry, 10 days to two weeks max. And then like, even if you're still in like chapter two, well, you, you can tell what, what kind of pace you have to, I mean, so I, Hey, I have this many days to read the book. The book is this many pages. I need to get through 45 pages a day. That's either reading, skimming all the above. But at the, at the end of the day, you have to get your 45 and then move on. It's more important just to keep the pace than to, and just get some of it than to kind of roll up your sleeves and just, just do one and, and really get like hardly any of it. So if you find yourself getting bogged down, you just got to punt and move on to the next topic. The most important phase of the entire Ninja framework is the nonstop MCQ. That's real. That's where the real learning happens. So never sacrifice MCQ in order to get more of the uh, nail the concepts phase. So Will in the dojo chat. Hello, I'm taking FAR this Wednesday. I've completed close to 1300 questions and tried each time to do new questions in order to increase my exposure on MCQs and the task-based simulations. My training score is 73. I've scored about the same on my mock exams. I'm still feeling nervous about the exam. I've tried to tackle my weakest topics. So my training score is low and it makes me feel unsure as I go into the exam. Hey, if you are attacking your, your weakest sections and you're still scoring the 70, like 73, I think that's okay. And I, I think it's going to just, um, your training score will inch up over time, but you're doing everything correctly. The most important score is your exam day score. Um, and so training 73, whatever, I wouldn't worry about that too much. If you're training 55 or something, that would be cost for alarm, but um, I wouldn't worry about that. Back to the chat, Jeremy writes in, hello, once you pass the four exams, can you lose credit if you wait too long before finishing the ethics exam and getting certified? Well, the certification process and the licensing process is a state-by-state -state issue. That said, <clears throat> I've never heard of that. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not something in some state board of accountancies minutes or not minutes, regulations. Let's say you have to pat, you know, you have to do X, Y, and Z within 36 months of passing. I don't know, but I've never heard of that. I've never heard of, I lost, I've lost my CPA exam credits because I waited too long for licensure. I've never heard of that. So I wouldn't worry about that. Tiara in the dojo chat. Hi, I'm studying for regulation. I failed three times so far, but honestly didn't know how to study. I now crush the MCQs, but during the exam, my biggest struggles are the simulations. Any suggestions? Um, that is a 
normal candidate sentiment. Um, doing great on the MCQ, struggling with the simulations. And it's kind of tough. I've always felt that the simulations are just a natural extension of the concepts that you know for the MCQ. So it's not like it's not like on in regulation that they're going to ask you conceptual questions that you didn't already need to know the answers for 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 um, for the MCQ, but it's a different look at the material. So for instance, one time I was taking, well, I was taking FAR and there was a topic that they asked me a simulation about. I knew the topic very well. However, I couldn't figure out what they wanted me to do. The, the, the uh, instructions were, were very vague and it was like stuff where you had to type out the answer. There wasn't, there wasn't like a drop down box to save me. So I, I, I literally stared at the instructions for 20 minutes, not knowing what in the world they wanted me to do. I knew the topic. So uh, there's always that that you can run into on exam day. You can't prevent that. So, and <clears throat> the simulation scoring to um, versus MCQ, it's 50-50. It's 50-50-50 weight. It used to be like 70-30. And so simulations are obviously important. And so you can practice the, the ninja simulations over, you can pick, let's say seven topics that you think are tough and could be asked on exam day, individual tax type stuff. You can also practice the AICPA practice test. I'm a huge fan of people doing that and um, just getting a, a feel for the research component and just how, how it all goes. But I think, The best way to, to get more proficient at the simulations, in addition to just practicing, practicing some simulations, <clears throat> is just to get super strong at, at the MCQ. It will, it will help elevate your overall score, but it would also help elevate your, your proficiency for the simulations. And maybe you are weak in corporate tax, and if you get a corporate tax simulation, it will help you get a few more points on the simulation. And also you can watch the, the ninja sparring videos, which the, the sparring videos are kind of like going through a simulation. It's, it's okay, here's the concept, here's the MCQ, let's bust out the Excel spreadsheet and just walk through the journal entries, et cetera, and just walk through it conceptually. So I think that's how you get better on, on the simulations. Hope that's helpful.